parties, peer pressure, mental health. A fun combination of experiences that come along with high school life. More people than you may realize struggle day to day mentally. In fact, one in five teenagers, like those filling your classrooms and hallways, suffer from at least one mental health disorder each. In this episode, our conversations flow up and down in an emotional roller coaster, from the highest of highs of high school parties to the lowest of lows of everyday mental health struggles, specifically with anxiety and depression. We want to acknowledge that these are obviously hard topics to listen to, let alone discuss and extend our deepest gratitude for our guests who joined us today. Welcome back to Adolescence Unfiltered. Today we're here with our guests, Jamie Durkin and Charlotte Gill. We're going to start off on a lighter note, talking about our most requested topic, high school parties. Thank you so much for being here, guys. We really appreciate it, especially since this is only our second episode and we are still learning how to navigate everything. The first thing I want to know is what were your first party experiences? Whether that was a big rager or a small get-together in someone's basement, what was it like? (laughs) Um, uh, I can, I can, I can go first. Um, I remember being in grade eight and I didn't really hang out with like, uh, many Argyle kids in grade eight. I think I just like hung out with like Olivia and Brian sometimes. And mm-hmm. then we had friends from other schools like Hayden and like Jaden and, um, like Torben, all them. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> Hannah too would come and like Nicola and stuff. And we would go to Hayden's basement while his mom was home and we would just like all hang out there and like party and it was just like in his basement all of us just like it was just so funny honestly like great those are like I have really good memories from that and it was fun but I also always remember being like oh like I wish our grade had parties like yeah like all together our grade like wants to like party or do anything like I'm like I think grade 10 was like the first time we all like did anything together yeah Charlotte what, what was yours um I think my first party was actually at on New Year's of grade nine. It wasn't really a party. It was maybe, (laughs) well, I guess back then it was a party. It was maybe 20 people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was a random group of people. So I, I don't, I don't really remember much. I know it was. Do you remember? If people didn't get invited, were they, like, really upset? Or were you, like, cool going Uh, to the party? I don't think... I don't think I was cool. I think I definitely (laughs) felt cool. But I don't think anyone else thought I was cool. Um, I don't think in grade... Like, grade 9, it was really a big deal if you weren't invited. I'm sure some people probably felt that way, but... Mm-hmm. I like nobody really partied in grade nine, so I don't think it would have mattered that much in grade ten. Yeah, in grade ten, it definitely hurt the feelings yeah. when you weren't invited. Yeah, a lot of people. I kind of like doing birthday parties because then it's that one person's like it's my birthday. Yeah. So if we're not friends, then you're not invited. But if it's just a general party, I feel like that's really hard, especially in grade eleven when everybody was kind of starting to be friends with everybody Mm -hmm. the lists Mm -hmm. got so long and I felt really bad for whoever was hosting yeah like the the Halloween party of 2019 was like that was like that was yeah crazy yeah that was a definition (laughs) of what I thought a high school party would be like when I first went to high school if I look back on that and my memories that's kind of represents what I thought it would be yeah. like yeah. oh my god my first pair like I don't really know like what the earlier ones were because I didn't get invited to one until last year 
birthday party, which Sophia told me was apparently it a, was good a good one. one. I'd say it was so good like, out of a lot be... of the other ones. Not, not for me. <laughs> Maybe not some for people... me. Not for me. <laughs> no. Wasn't my best. Yeah, night. I think it, I think it was better than others. It was definitely better than others. It wasn't so, yeah. like no offense. I had a great time. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the best for me just because of things going on in like my personal life with mm-hmm. with yeah. friends and with a boyfriend. <laughs> and <laughs> Um, yeah. it was fun when everyone was all together, but when you, I was, like, walking around with different people, it was kind of just, like, awkward for me, yeah. personally. Oh, I, I really like <laughs> That one was good like for the, me. outside. Oh, uh, like the Hawaiian one? Yeah, I also like the all-girls one. That one was good, too, Yeah, actually. honestly, was, the all-girls one, I was in her room, and I was, like, when everyone was dancing, I was, like, passed out in her bed. Like, I was oh. sleeping <laughs> with Caitlin and stuff. Emma, was it what you thought it would be like when you got, went? Um, honestly, I mean, yeah, only because I guess you kind of see, like, over the years, like, what people post on, like, social media and stuff, and, like, so you kind of get, like, a gist of Mm -hmm. it, and I had also, like, I was nervous, right, so I, like, texted a few people and was, like, asking, like, what are these usually, like, like, what really happens, and it was kind of funny because... Adriana kind of predicted exactly what was going to happen, like, beforehand. She was like, okay, so first, it's going to be, like, oil and water between the guys and yeah. girls. The girls are going to arrive, then the boys are going to come, and it'll be, like, different rooms Yeah, separate. they're always fashionably then late. People will, Just, yeah. yeah. Then, then there'll be another group coming in from down the street, then there'll be, like, another group coming in, and then slowly things will start to get together, yeah. and they'll be fine. At one of the parties, someone broke a window. I saw it like, happen, I was like... I was like, oh, oh and then God. Nick was like, whoever did that's gotta go, and like, he just ran so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what my parents always think a high school party is. Things mm-hmm. are breaking, things are, there's destruction everywhere. It's like, but there's no, only, one of the biggest, there's only no. one person that breaks things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I just think that. That's not what usually happens. That was also one of the biggest. Yeah. That was when so many schools were coming together. No, that was that probably rarely like happens. Six. Like, the no, cops I'm showed kind up. Of upset though. Like yeah, yeah. that yeah. could have been such a good I night. I actually did have a good night that night. That was a fun night. I did too until the cops. the cops showed up. Yes, oh. Sophia. What was your high first high school party? Mm, I think it was also at, but it was in spring break of grade. 10 or 9 I remember that I'm not sure was it the yeah. the week or the two weeks when she had two parties both Fridays yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I remember I was so nervous of what I was gonna wear because oh everybody else had always gone to parties and no. I was so nervous I was, I was like what do, what, what do I pick out what do I do this like is this too much and I also remember the lights were completely all on oh in my the basement gosh. That's, no, yeah, I have been to I parties. Know, yeah. I have been to parties where the lights have been on and I've turned them off. Like I've literally gone over to the Me, light. I and walk around and I turn them, them off. off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, off, I know. off. It's just yeah, all no, wrong. It's so I always make yeah. sure that she has her colored light because I'm like, oh, just, yeah. I don't care whose house it is. Plug it in and I'll turn off the lights because I don't want all the lights on. I remember the lights were on for a majority of like grade nine and ten. And that's mm-hmm. just not. I did not like that at mm-hmm. all. It's gotta be dark. No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is there anything else? that like stands out that how 
the younger parties were different than now. I think Jamie, do you everybody was first? really nervous. Uh, <laughs> I honestly think probably just, like, definitely, like, they're a lot bigger now. And, like, if, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to have a party, you're either, you either have to do it with, like, your close friend group or, like, everyone. Like, there's no one between. Because, like, people are going to get upset and, like, feel disincluded. So, like, you either got to do close friends or, like, pretty much the whole grade. I remember, or at least, not actually, not so much in the years now, but when I was younger, some people really have, like, frantic messages going back and forth with other friends, making sure that everyone's story's straight, making sure that the parents who talk or have the same story or that everything's sorted out um did you guys ever have to do that or was there a lot of maybe trust in your family um when I was younger like if I was like doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing then like yeah but like I'm like the last child of three so like my parents are like pretty mm-hmm. chill now and they don't really like care as much and they know what like parties and stuff are like and I have like a good relationship with them and I, I, pre- yeah. I honestly tell them everything. Like, I'm very open and honest with my parents, so... That's good. I just... They're pretty chill. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, when you guys brought up, like, the difference between younger parties and parties now, I think now it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to be open with your parents because we're in grade 12. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we're gonna party. Well, not that we are partying right now, but... Um, yeah. In grade 8 or grade 9 or even, like grade 10 it was so hard because I know some people's parents don't allow parties or alcohol which understandable but people were like going to extreme lengths to get alcohol Mm -hmm. and hide from their parents and it was just it was stressful and now it's it's more it's not easier it's easier and you have a better relationship with your parents and it's just it's overall better. It makes your night better knowing that it's yeah, that you're not going to get in trouble. Another yeah, thing I, I noticed, like, I know, especially even, like, in grade 11, I remember, like, do you remember, like, Mob of Moss? Like, I remember one time I literally <laughs> went to Kendra's house, and I was like, I was like, guys, like, I don't have a shirt to wear. Like, does anyone have any clothes I can wear? And Kendra's <laughs> like, I got you. And I yeah. literally bust yeah. out her house to grab a shirt to wear. To, it yeah, was Reese's party. I know. Like, yeah, I've, every girl, you know, every girl is nervous about what they're going to wear. And every single person wants everybody else to look good. And I feel like it's really, it's really nice that everybody wants others to look good because yeah. it's a good support system and you have fun before and you kind mm-hmm. of are less stressed, I think, going into it. Yeah, <laughs> I like getting ready with the girls and like hanging out for a bit. And then Same. like, I like going to the parties like a little bit later because like, I don't like yeah, being there I first remember, and like being so awkward. I remember yeah. that party I was at the same house as you Jamie before it was my first time like I, I've been to a couple parties but it was my first time actually getting ready with a group so it was so weird mm-hmm. to me that we didn't go until like 9 30 when everyone else got there at 8 or like 8 30 I was yeah. like I feel weird like we're late but yeah it, it's like the, normal the- Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only problem is everybody wants to be late, so that, say, the host is like, come at 7, people get there at 8, 8, 39, yeah. and then you just end up being the first people there, yeah. because yeah. everybody yes. else wants to be late. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happened to me a lot of the times. So now we're going to talk about kind of peer pressure, even though I, I personally don't think there's that much, but 
if you guys have any experiences was there ever anything at a party that you want to talk about that went against your values or that you saw your friend do that you really advised them not to do um I think honestly like our grade is like pretty like I've never seen anyone be peer pressured into anything and I've, I've never been peer pressured into anything I definitely have been in situations though where I like everyone's doing something and I feel like oh if I don't do it like they're gonna judge me but I me too I, I haven't done it but like I I just am like oh like uh, I feel like a like a loser but like literally yeah. no one cares like absolutely no one is like no. oh my god yeah. and I've been a lot of time I've seen like people be like oh like just try it or like just do it and then someone else is like no 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 like stop like don't peer pressure them like if they don't want to do it don't force yeah. them I think it, it happens everybody or at least before I got into high school, I thought it was going to be a really big problem, especially seeing it in movies, TV shows, even just people telling me, my parents, everyone being like, make sure you say no to peer pressuring. It, I have never been peer pressured. Like you said, maybe I kind of brought it on myself, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody's ever done that to me. There's only one time I can think of that I was at a party and somebody was smoking a cigarette and they were like, try it. And I was like, no, I'm okay. And they were like, oh, just do it. And I was like, no, I'm okay. And then they were like, okay, whatever. Like, it, mm-hmm. if you say no, maybe they'll ask again. But if yeah. you, like, nobody's going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. Like, they might bug yeah, you for I... a minute, but then they'll be like, okay, yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like, I th- you have to do this or we'll bully you. Yeah. That's, like, more embarrassing for them. And? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, and? Like, <laughs> you're, like, okay, like, why? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, now that we talked about that lighter stuff, just to start it off, we're kind of gonna, I think, segue into more of the deeper mental health. I think first yes. we're gonna talk about kind of just briefly what we all what mental health problems we all struggle with for me it was mostly it was still kind of is anxiety and perfectionism I know I've been working really hard with that uh, especially anxiety just in the random situations it can be social it can also be I stress myself out so much that it becomes like a daily thing every day that consumes my life but the big one is mostly uh perfectionism where I'm trying to be perfect all the time at every single thing I know my friends have noticed it and tried to help me and they definitely have and it's just something that I've always struggled with and I think I'm getting better but I just like to be good at everything and so it's it's really hard for me to are you competitive too fail yeah yeah I'm really competitive and it's just I always want to win or mm-hmm. I just always want to be in control, and I have to let that loose. Yeah. So, that's me. Um, I don't know who wants to go next. Um, I can. Um, so, yeah. I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, found out in grade three. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure lots of people know. And then I also, like, I, I think I have, like, I know I have, like, really, like, mild depression at points. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll get, like, super depressed and, like, obviously miss a bunch of school, you know? love love that um so just like yeah anxiety and a little bit of depression in grade one I was diagnosed with social anxiety and separation anxiety and then Mm -hmm. I had that for a while kind of went away in grade 10 and 11 and Mm -hmm. it's it's a little bit back but definitely not as extreme now 
And then in grade eight, I was feeling very sad. And then in grade nine, I was diagnosed with depression. Yeah, it's so weird that everybody goes through their own things and you have no idea. Yeah. Every single person goes through something and you're walking through the halls and you think everybody else is completely fine. But I think, at least for anxiety, everybody has a form of anxiety, I think, at a certain point. Everybody has their own problems. And that was one thing that I really had to realize and that everybody else isn't just completely happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no matter how someone displays themselves or what you see, like, you have no idea what it go- what's happening, like, in their head or just, like, at home or something. Yeah. I mean, I personally, like, same as Jamie, found out in grade three that I have anxiety and that's manifested itself into something actually more extreme than it was in elementary school. I think that um, overall, my confidence peaked when I was in grade one, maybe, <laughs> and then it's kind of just gone downhill since there. Um, just looking at, I had I had all the boys in kindergarten. Yeah, I, I I'm telling yeah. you. Um, but no, but um, but yeah, since then, um, and I mean, I feel like I display that more than um, like maybe other people in our grade. Like it's more obvious that I'm anxious, or at least it feels like that. Um, and I'm self-conscious in that way, so it kind of just, like, ends up becoming this vicious cycle if, like, um, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, nervous ticks if I'm, like, I always play with, like, the rings on my fingers or, like, my leg will bounce or, like, my voice will shake when I'm speaking and, like, that then even, like, discourages me even more and it'll come to points where it's, um, panic attacks or missing school just because, um, like, I'm just simply too nervous to come to class or, um, admit Mm -hmm. that. Why do you guys think that, I, I think it sounds like for all of us, our um, stress levels and anxiety started increasing in high school. I, I think maybe it is part of the school and education. Everybody's trying to plan their future and you're comparing yourself to what everybody else is doing because they feel like, you feel like they're also ahead. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts on why you think it got worse for you. Um... Honestly, for me, my anxiety at its worst was, like, grade 3 to grade 7. From grade 3 to grade 7, I missed a full year of school. (laughs) So, yeah, I literally... And that has, like, definitely... That has really set me back on, like, uh, lots of, like... I've missed a lot of, uh, I guess you would, like, general stuff you learn in elementary school. Basics? Yeah, Yeah. like, I'm definitely very behind in math from missing so much school. And Mm -hmm. just, like, other, like, random things. Um... But, yeah, grade 9 and 8, I was very anxious too, but definitely not as bad as elementary school. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I always just felt like I didn't, I didn't even know, like, grade 3 to grade 9, I was like, I'm the only person with anxiety, like, no one else has anxiety, like, no one knows what I'm feeling, yeah. like, everyone else mm-hmm. is so perfect, and, like, everyone seems fine, and, like... I always felt, like, so alone and, like, like I didn't really have anyone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I think what just, like, made it increase more was, like, obviously school and I think, like, just, like, the social environment and boys and all that yeah. good stuff, and puberty. It's everything. I think yeah. a lot of people, yeah. or at least I did, if you thought, if you miss a lot of school in elementary school it completely doesn't matter because obviously universities aren't going to see your elementary school grades Mm -hmm. and it's just elementary school and you're coloring and drawing but 
like you said, if you don't get those fundamentals, I'm not saying you have to be a straight A student in grade yeah. two, but if you don't get those, it definitely affects you in your later years. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's something I've like had to like work through and like I'm still working through it. It's definitely like one of my biggest insecurities that I have and I like mm-hmm. wish at the time when I was younger like I would know like I knew that it was gonna affect me this much. But I'm also mm-hmm. like thankful because I wanna be who I am today without my anxiety. Yeah, well that's the yeah, that's yes. the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um Charlotte, did yours uh, get worse or better in high school? So in elementary school I think my anxiety was pretty high because around that age is when I started um, taking care of my diabetes, like, on my own, and Mm -hmm. I don't think that caused directly my anxiety, but I think that it was a big factor in it, and so once I got more confident in that, it definitely decreased, and then just moving into high school was definitely nerve-wracking for me. I didn't go to any of the Argyle tours because I was too scared. So yeah. I I think grade 8 was just like the first two months were really hard for me. And then my anxiety definitely got better through grade 9, 10, 11, obviously. I had some friendship drama in grade 10 that put me back to square one with my social anxiety, but... I've worked through that, and I'm proud of myself that it's only a lot better than it was in elementary school, and yeah, yeah, so that's like my anxiety, and then my depression, I, in grade 8, I had a lot of friends come and go, which I think was very hard for me, and then my parents also divorced in grade eight Mm -hmm. so that was also very hard for me and then I just kept like not coming to school and just feeling like nobody liked me which I know isn't true but I just felt like that I felt like I was just could never stop being sad and Mm -hmm. I ended up in the hospital for a while getting deep here I ended up in the hospital for a while, and I think that's when I realized, like, I need to do something about this, so I started going to counseling, and I was put on medication, Mm -hmm. and I'm doing- Me too, me too, girl. (laughs) Um, I'm doing much better now. I think COVID, Mm -hmm. I think definitely, well, it did for sure, because I was off my medication, like, right before COVID hit. And then I mm-hmm. just started again because COVID messed it up again. Thanks yeah. for that one, yeah. COVID. Yeah. So yeah, COVID agree. has had a strong impact on my mental health. Mm-hmm. So do you think COVID um, was, it didn't go well for you guys? Like it, it kind of triggered some things maybe, being alone and not seeing people? In the beginning, like the like last, this time last year uh, was really good for me. Like I started like gaining mm-hmm. a bunch of confidence and like, um I was like because like before like I would be too scared to dress the way I wanted to I was like oh my god like everyone's gonna judge me like I want to yeah. dress and like now I like literally don't care I'm like I'm gonna wear this like but I love your style yeah, now your Jamie. style yeah, is your amazing. Pulse on your like, stories just, I like, love it 
this. <laughs> Stop, I'm blushing. Like, I'm so happy that you dress yeah. how you do now because it's Thank amazing. Yeah, yeah, I used to wear like skinny jeans and a hoodie yeah. and I was like, damn, I look yeah. so hot. Like, I look no. so good. Um, <laughs> I think that, yeah, that's a big thing like with COVID, like everyone kind of just like had all this time just to mm-hmm. spend with themselves mm-hmm. and like through that you see all these people, it's like, whoa, like they just express themselves mm-hmm. so well now and like dress differently or whatever and like that's yeah. so it's so amazing to I see. think at first COVID all of that thinking time at least for me was a little dangerous I've never had that much time to actually just sit and think and I thrive off of being with other people and so I had to learn kind of how to be okay by myself which a lot of people did but for me the end of I guess it wasn't the end of COVID it's still going on but near <laughs> summer and maybe May and June that's actually where I think I was like my most happiest because I had all that time to think and go through everything so for me quarantine was much needed because I also didn't realize how much I wasn't resting and I wasn't giving myself time to rest I was always on the go doing stuff working sports everything and then now I don't think I could ever go back to that schedule it was so damaging to my mental and physical health that I don't think I could go back I was even thinking today like the fact that we would have eight classes like I have one class right now and I'm like god I can't even start my homework like I have literally one class (laughs) yeah I also think it's really good that we start an hour later we're still getting everything done Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you get an extra hour of sleep which everybody I think takes for granted because I really like it we need our sleep yeah Mm -hmm. um COVID for me the lockdown the beginning of lockdown it was definitely an adjustment, but I think overall it was really good for me. I spent a lot of time working on myself, and I'm sure everyone else did, but I became a lot more confident. And then mm-hmm. um, in the summer, obviously, my dad passed away, so that was extremely hard for me. And the emotions came back, the... feelings came back but I have to say September through like until now September and Mm -hmm. October I think is when me and Jamie started hanging out and I found a friend group that I actually (laughs) there's like no fighting no drama and we enjoy just calling daddy and I think that's honestly really helped having um a solid friend group with no drama where I can be myself and just not mm-hmm. be judged and I think that's really helped with my they're, social anxiety the, especially th- this like our group like that group is like the first group besides but the first group with like boys in it that I can fully be myself like around Josh Cameron John and Henry I will literally say anything like I will act my weirdest (laughs) self and like they literally (laughs) do not care and like no they make me feel so comfortable and they're like they're all so understanding and so nice and like they're very good guys they're the good ones see that's exactly how I (laughs) that's exactly how I feel with I guess groupie and camping group Mm -hmm. and I like how everybody's found their own I guess you could call them groups but we're all still friends Mm -hmm. it's not very clicky like oh you can't go hang out with this person you can't go hang out with this person everybody still hangs out but just because of COVID especially you have to limit who you're seeing and so you have that one group everybody's kind of found their place and for me at least looking around it wasn't really what I expected it to be I didn't think I'd be hanging out with Brighton and Ema when I was a (laughs) kid but here we are and I think yeah it's 
I thrive once I get off of social interaction. So being with my friends has really helped me. Who are, like, what are some resources that you guys have used or people that you go to? And have they actually helped Choices. you when you went? <laughs> I've gone to that so many. Um, when I was younger, I had a counselor. Her name was Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I... Maria. Yeah, Maria. I don't think she liked me. I used to go... I remember going to her <laughs> office, and, like, literally she would be talking, and I would go in one ear and out the other, and I would just, like, be watching, like, mm. the construction, like, out the window. Because at the time, yeah. I didn't really understand my anxiety yeah. as much when I was younger. I didn't, like, really... When I first went on medication for my anxiety, I was in, like, grade four, and I was like, oh, like, what's this for? Like, I didn't understand it. <laughs> um, But I learned some good... uh. Uh, skills from her I learned the um have you guys ever done like the think about five things you could see hear taste yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, yeah. Four, three, two, I learned one. that from her and I still use that and then um I had a youth worker in like grade seven and she would come to the school and I would like just walk around the neighborhood with her during school and she'd get me mm-hmm. like coffee and stuff not coffee like <laughs> hot chocolate and then grade eight choices shout out to cindy and trish literally the best people ever literally in grade nine i took them for granted and we we had our little trouble but now i really like them do you guys like put often i guess everybody does but do you think it's hard to at least mask your feelings or do you think it's really obvious and everybody can see through you i try my best to mask my feelings I'm just a little embarrassed. I know it's nothing to be embarrassed about, but I'm just a little embarrassed, so I try to. I think I do a pretty good job, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. Also, sometimes people just see me crying, so. Yeah, you know what? It's fine. It's fine, though. I will cry in front of anyone. Like, I don't care. Like, I will cry. Like, I'm like, I, I, when I'm upset, like, I need to cry, and I can tell when Mm -hmm. it makes some of my friends uncomfortable. (laughs) When I cry to like, I've cried to a couple times and I can tell she's kind of okay. I, I, was like, oh, I think okay. Clara saw me crying a couple weeks ago I was outside with Cindy and I was bawling my eyes out and I saw Claire walking by and I was like oh this is so awkward and I'm just like <gasps> like breathing so heavy blowing my eyes out to Cindy and I was like nice like ugh. I love I mean I I don't like people seeing me cry but also if they do what like, yeah okay yeah. that's like whatever major. Yeah, it's so healthy oh, to it just get so it out. Like, raise your feeling. I love yeah. crying. I think that talking about masking your feelings, guys do it on a daily basis, in my opinion. But I also think it's because it's kind of a. It's normal now for guys not to talk about their mental health, and if they do, they're not cool, and their their egos will just completely drop. When they're insecure, like you say something like that hurts their feelings, they just get angry and yeah. like attack you. And, like, yeah. you say one thing you didn't need to hurt their feelings, and then they fully attack you. Yeah. You're fat, you're ugly, like, shut up, you're not funny. Like, like go back yeah. to, the, like, the kitchen, like, the girl jokes, like, the women jokes. Like, <laughs> some, honestly, I'm going to be honest, some of them make me laugh sometimes. Like, right time, <laughs> right too. place. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel bad. Especially, like, on skirt day, like, when, like, all the boys were supposed to wear skirts, the boys who did wear skirts, yeah. I heard some of the other boys make rude comments about it, and I'm like... It's literally it's just, a first of all, it's skirt. A piece of clothing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fabric. Yeah. It is fabric. It's like yeah. shorts. Like it's and not. And it was a, a big day. Deal. Yeah. It was. It's not like they're going and wearing that because they necessarily want to. But they. Yeah. It was. It was a day that we were celebrating something, and they still couldn't mm-hmm. get. It made me so mad. I was like holding in my anger. I was like. 
Yeah. I can see. I I mean, that's just toxic masculinity. Society tells boys they can either show Mm -hmm. anger or aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah, and it's okay for them to say some, let's say, like, offside things to us. But once we say one thing, it really, I think, just... They're sensitive. It's because they push away their feelings. Yeah. I do feel bad. I wish... I wish they were more open because... Well, I know no one would judge them. Like, no one no. would be like, oh my god, you're a baby. Like, no, no. like, talk about your feelings. Like, it's, mental I'm health sure. is just as important as physical health, guys. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, it is. If a guy said to their friends, you know what, I'm feeling sad right now, their friends would not be like, you're a baby. They would be like, oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, is there anything I can do to help? Maybe they don't know what mm-hmm. to say. But they're not going to make fun of you. They would be supportive. Yeah. No. Like, if no. they make fun of you, if your friends make fun of you for feeling sad or having a mental health issue, like, they're not your friends. They're friend. not really your friends. No. Like, find some yeah. new people. Yeah. I agree. And Claire and I were talking about it, and I can't imagine for some reason what guys talk about when they hang out. I go downstairs, and my brother, there's just playing video games, but they're not talking. Or they're eating, and they're not talking. I'm like, what do you guys... <laughs> They go on drives all the time. They go golfing. They do all of this stuff. I have no idea what they're talking about. If they're not talking about deep stuff, they're like, do you want to go get like Subway? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. True. That's, oh my God, that's weird to think about. Yeah, it's weird to I think know. about. Um, having a boyfriend, I kind of know, like, I don't know what they talk about, obviously. I'm not there. But mm-hmm. I think when you have the right group of friends, guys, I'm... I'm not a guy, obviously, I don't, I can't say this for sure, but I think having the right group of friends, you can be more open and honest with. I agree, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta find your people. Exactly. Yeah. I think, we've already kind of talked about it, but since everybody's found their groups, and there's there's no drama this year that I know of, not not really Mm -hmm. any. Because it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, the drama last year no makes drama. me cringe. Like, that... No. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm like, Jamie, no. Like, no. no. It was so I bad. Think everybody either hops on bandwagons or tries to pick sides either because of their own motives or mm-hmm. they're trying to be, I don't know, cool. Like, even in grade 9 and 10, everybody is just jumping around, in my opinion, from, like, friend to friend to friend and not being very trustworthy and i think that's where it all starts honestly i think people get bored yeah and they're like let's spice things up a bit oh no i agree some people like it i've heard from people yeah. personally i don't it makes me really stressed out and i'm not a confrontational yeah. person i will just mm-hmm. s- go home and cry about it <laughs> i yeah, can't like sit on the sidelines yeah. <laughs> i cannot i just that's something i need to work on is confronting people because I feel like I let people walk over me a little too much, and I just kind of let mm-hmm. things slide, and I need to learn how to stand up for myself. So, yeah, I think cool. that comes with, like, confidence. Mm-hmm. I know I've been working on that, especially this year. I think it's pretty good for me, but being able to talk to someone in person about how you're feeling is a whole nother level, and I think it actually helps every single person instead of talking on Snapchat or online. Yeah, which I agree. It doesn't always... You can't see the person's body language. You can't actually tell how they're feeling. And I think it's better to be face-to-face and confront people. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this statistic. <laughs> and it said one in four people in the world have mental health and issues. 
and I was really surprised by that. I thought the number would be a lot less people, but it, I, every single person that I know struggles with something, and if you have, start having conversations with people who you're not usually friends with, it's really eye-opening to me, and that's kind of why I'm excited to meet new people in the university, not obviously to know that everybody is going through mental health problems, but to learn more about other people's stories and how they've gotten through it, because maybe it could help me more. I don't go to therapy. I think I should. I think everybody should go to therapy. Have you guys ever gone, or Emma gone, and do you think it's helped you? I know you mentioned you had Mary, Marie, Marie, Jamie. Maria. Yeah, Maria. Um... (laughs) But did you guys ever go? I've gone to... I've been had a counselor for a long time. I don't have one right now. But I had one in grade one for like two years. She was the best. Her name was Jenna. She was so nice. She gave me a CD. Um, <laughs> and then I, like, I've had so many counselors through the years. I don't remember all of them. I think... If you do go to therapy, well, I have a strong opinion on if everyone should go to therapy. I okay. I don't think everyone should go to therapy, but I think mental health, like, you know how you go to the doctor for checkups, like, yearly yeah. or whatever? I think you need to go to a psychologist yearly because mm-hmm. it would reduce stigma around mental health, first of all, mm-hmm. and sometimes... You don't know when you're, like, you're like, oh, I've been sad for a while, but you don't realize what that is. Yeah. And I think... Or why. Or why, yeah. yeah. So I don't, th- I don't think everyone needs to go to therapy, but I do think that having um, a yearly check-in with a psychologist should be mm-hmm. mandatory. Um, yeah. I think therapy therapy didn't really work for me. I learned some good strategies, but I had one therapist when I went to the hospital. I went to see her after, and she said, the hospital isn't really for you. It's for people who really need it. And that, yeah. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And then I ghosted her. She texted me after and was like, hey, when are you coming in? (laughs) Ghosted your therapist. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Something like that kind of happened to me, too. I'll say it. I'll say it once you're done. Okay. Um, yeah, I think therapy works for some people. I think you have to find a good one if you do go to therapy. Um, and what I would say is don't, if you go to one therapist and you're like, oh, this isn't working for me, this therapist didn't work, try another one. Like, don't give up after the first person because probably 50% of the time, more than 50% of the time, first person you try isn't going to be right for you um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's my opinion on therapy um with maria <laughs> i remember because i like i said like i really didn't like understand fully why i was going to see a counselor like i didn't fully like realize how extreme my anxiety was at the time and i remember mm-hmm. i think it was it was getting to the point where she could just tell i wasn't like interested and she pretty much told me, like, you don't need to be seeing me anymore. My mom got real mad. She was like, what? <laughs> and then I also remember in elementary school, a teacher, it was like an aide, he literally told me, he pretty much said, you're fucked for high school. He was like, you're fucked. He was pretty much like, you, like you're not, he was like, you're not going to do well. Like, we were doing, it was like some, like, math quiz. And he's like, if you don't know how to do this, like, you're fucked. 
I mean, like, he wasn't wrong. Thanks for the support. <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember, like, I, like, cried oh to Miss Bloom. I didn't, like... Did you ever see Miss Bloom? Did you guys ever see me in elementary um, school? Miss Bloom would just, like, give yeah. me, like, knitting supplies and be, like, knit I didn't through like your her. issues. I remember... Like, no. <laughs> Back to what the lady said to you about being in the hospital and, like, how, like, I don't know. It's so hard. Sometimes I will, like, not make an appointment or something or, like, um, for, like, my counselor that I go see um because I don't feel like worthy or I don't feel like what my issues are are deserving of going and talking about it and sometimes like I'm almost like I'm taking an appointment away from someone who could be even more desperate or even in more need I think that is just so bad and like the fact that she told you that explicitly is just mind-blowing but um and I think that that's where that stems it's like people only get to dangerous situations and um, extremely fatal, um, mental health problems when they've just been, you know, told or thought their entire life that, like, they weren't worthy or, like, their issues weren't bad enough to, um, Mm -hmm. seek help for or, and, like, that's... Yeah, I can't believe that she said that to you, first of all. I didn't know that. Um, but I've also, I've had to realize that mental health problems and talking about it isn't, a sign of weakness I used to think if you talked about it or that if you were struggling everybody else was stronger than you you're you're weak but now I know that it's actually facing my problems has made me stronger Mm -hmm. as cliche as that is to say I think it has I find a lot with like like everything I've been told like like just being like oh like face your problems or you like you'll get through this like in the moment I'm like no I won't like like something my dad always used to say to me when I was younger he would say like the only person that's going to make you feel better Jamie is you and like you have to realize that like you have to dig down deep and like figure out what makes you happy and Mm -hmm. I remember one day like literally grade 10 like I had this huge realization I was like like I am the only person who's gonna make me happy like I need to like force myself to get out of bed when I'm feeling sad and just go on a walk or do something productive even if it's like having like some days like it's really hard to shower like even just getting up in the shower yeah. and like you you just got to force yourself to do it as much as it sucks and like sometimes you're not going to feel um better after doing that but it's better than just laying in bed all day feeling sad which it's it's all hard and everybody's different that's why I do I with the whole therapy thing like I agree with Charlotte. I feel like people should get a yearly checkup with a um, psychologist or you said psychologist, yeah. Yeah. Psychiatrist. Yeah. Psychiatrist. Same thing. Yeah. Um, but I but I do. I don't think everyone should go to therapy because I think a lot of people work through their problems in different ways. Like personally, I work through it by talking about it, but I I know some people work work through it better by like maybe like exercising or um, journaling or just, you know like other things like that but everybody's yeah. different and it's like a spectrum mm-hmm. a big spectrum to go back yeah. to my point I don't want it to sound like I'm saying therapy sucks because it doesn't it's mm-hmm. so helpful helpful for some people and I've seen it work for people it just doesn't work for me personally but it is an amazing resource to have mm-hmm. um I'm honestly never been so I it's no it's very vulnerable like you really gotta open up it's like definitely mm-hmm. like if yeah. you like I'm a pretty open person so like it's it's it it's 
it's weird like you sit down with a stranger they're like so what's your like I remember I would go to see my uh psychiatrist and he'd be like so yeah. what's what's going on life like how's life and I'm like good he's like no like like what's the deeper problems and it's just like very uncomfortable like literally like from the yeah. jump he's like why are you sad like why are you here and it's like uh, it's like very it's but, not yeah. like when you go for dinner and your parents like how was school and you're like good yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they, they get you yeah. to dig down okay fine that's why yeah. therapy didn't work for me i am a very open person with my friends and with people i trust but i just found myself lying i was like why am i here if i'm not even telling the truth mm-hmm. yeah. stranger because i felt like i was being judged by them and they're not judging you at all exactly but, um I just felt like I was. It just didn't work for me. Charlotte, mm-hmm. I'm never related to something more. Like, I I literally, yeah, I felt, like, judged. And also just, like, I would lie and kind of just, like, generalize what I was feeling. Be like, oh, yeah, I'm really stressed yeah. about school or I'm stressed about my friends. Or, like, and then just be like, oh, well, what can you do about that? And I'm like, oh, well, I know I guess you just manage my time better or something. Be like, okay, good, yeah, like, productive like session. Exactly it's like my sessions. And like. then I'd go home yeah. and cry because I'm like, I didn't cover anything. I just brought up all these issues I don't actually have. And then, you know, I've, this I've found with, like, the best experience I've had hasn't been with therapists. It's been with people older than me ha- who have also struggled with anxiety and depression. Like, I had this soccer coach. Um, his name was Daryl, and he was my soccer coach for maybe, like, a year. And, like, he struggled with anxiety and depression, too. And we had, like, he was, like, my best friend. Like, he was so understanding and like, gave me such good advice and, like, helped me through so much of my anxiety because I used to get really anxious about going to soccer and it was really bad and he made me like such a stronger person and I think it's it's really it's like honestly like amazing when you find those people in your life who can relate to you on that level and understand what you're feeling because obviously we all have like friends who like don't really understand what it's like to be like anxious or have depression and they don't really know what to say and like I don't blame them like I would like some things they go through like I have no idea what to say to make them feel better um, so it's really nice when you find those people that can relate to you and not you don't feel judged and you can just feel like you can say anything and it's really nice. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any more advice or any more stories that they think would be helpful to other people, go ahead. I just, I would say if anyone younger is listening and like you're in grade eight or even nine, like when I was in grade eight and nine, I was like, I'm never gonna feel better and like it's like I'm gonna be sad forever no one knows what I'm going through but like literally everyone is like going through what you're going through like knows what you're Mm -hmm. going through and things are gonna get better and I also realized a lot of what I was feeling was because of puberty and like periods I'm (laughs) hormones no literally it's not talked about enough how much um like your period like messes with your mental health like it literally like I know so many girls it like like for the like two weeks before two weeks after like just Mm -hmm. so completely sad Mm -hmm. and I think that should be talked about literally like last month yeah I was I was like why am I having so many mood swings I'm so happy and then I'm completely sad Mm want to be in my bed I don't want to move and that's the reason and I I hate how I can't control that and how you just have to suck it up but I think that's yeah, something that I, should be talked about more and I don't think people of the opposite gender realize mm-hmm. uh, like it, it, like when they say like oh are you on your period like I don't think they realize like how 
and wrong that is that to means. say. Yeah, like that. Like yeah. you have no idea what it's like. It's yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to agree with Jamie that as cheesy and as cliche as it sounds, like it does get better. You mm-hmm. can It's so, so it's so cheesy, but like it's, it's so true. It's so cheesy, but it's so true. <laughs> it like, does. You may feel that you're going to feel like this forever and there's nothing you can do to feel better there is and it will get better you just have to take those steps as hard as it can be just talking to one person can really change that thank you for listening into our second episode we know this one was a little deeper than the last but hope you still enjoyed it stay tuned for the next episode where we have some very special guests lined up um i agree with what charlotte said i hope at least one person can uh, gain... Sorry, Casey, is, can you hear her? She's like, Casey... Yeah, okay, I'll start over. She's just like... She's been with me the whole time. She's like... Okay, um... Casey, go... Wait, let me just get her out. Casey, go upstairs.